Okay, so anyone who knows me, and honestly, at this point, anyone who listens to the podcast, because I guess we've just (laughs) gotten real close around here, knows that I do not wear bras. And like, that's not some sort of an over-exaggeration. You can ask any of my friends. I truly do not ever wear bras. However, there have recently been some circumstances where like, I just have to. I've been saying yes to more things. I feel like we've been going to more events and there are just some outfits. I got to do it. And when I tell you I have finally found a bra that makes wearing one bearable. Like I'm never going to be an everyday bra wearer. It's not in the cars for me. But when I have to, the only bras I can wear are skims, which I'll get into the specific ones in a second, but we all know this comes as no surprise. Like I have been an OG diehard skims fan since day one. I am a fan of every single product they make. You know the way I feel about the underwear, the clothes, all of it. But now adding bras to the mix, specifically the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, because You guys know the way I feel about the Fits Everybody collection. I could talk about that for forever, but specifically the t-shirt bra, it's just so comfortable. I don't know, the straps don't dig into you. It's probably the only bra I've ever worn where when I get home, I'm not like dying to take it off, which I cannot express how massive of a feat that is for someone like me. It's just comfortable and it just does what it needs to do. And I am such a fan, which like no surprise, I love everything Skims makes, but here to confirm the bras are as good as you would think that they are. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Isabel. And welcome to our Vanderpump emergency episode. There are no words. This is a code red if I have ever seen one. This is an emergency fucking situation. I have not thought about anything else, consumed anything else, or talked to anyone about anything else for the last three days, and it has been eating me alive waiting to sit down and not only talk to you, but like really break this down and get this episode out because everyone is freaking out on a level that I have just never seen before. And understandably so. I mean, we always talk about this with certain Bravo stories when you can tell this has reached next level when it's fully mainstream. This is fully mainstream. I have people texting me that I didn't even know knew what Bravo was. (laughs) Everyone's coming out of the woodworks. Like, I'm getting texts, who's Tom Sandoval? I'm like, who is this? <laughs> no, no. By the way, the straight men are losing it over this, which really rarely happens with Bravo. I'm like, listen, I can give you a baseline, but if you haven't been watching Vanderpump Rules from season one, episode one, and weren't along on the journey, I honestly just can't really help you. My best advice would be to get off Instagram, put on Peacock, and start from season one, episode one, and then call me when you're done. Yeah. I mean, listen, let me just tell you a little bit about how this episode is going to go down because basically there are so many moving parts here and we understand that and recognize that as your average person, it's very overwhelming. There's a lot of content coming out, a lot of true, a lot of false. You're trying to sift through. It's too much for one person and we get that. So basically what we did is over the last two days, we have put together all of the information. We have tried to verify as much as possible. And we basically curated what we hope to be a very informative, detailed, yet also at times concise outline of the situation. So hopefully you leave this episode and you're like, holy shit, that was a lot, but I think I get it. And also our highlight on Instagram is also a curated entire Snapchat of 
screenshots, social media posts, real-time articles, everything. So if you click through that, it gives a lot of context and also will be like a really good visual aid to everything we're going to talk about in the rest of this episode. Yes. And also keep in mind, we're going to be utilizing our episode description heavily here in terms of putting in links. So anytime we mention that, just check the episode description, but we're about to really get into it. I can't explain to you guys like just for one second how this went down personally for Emma and I because (laughs) like let me paint the picture. Friday we dropped our normal Bravo episode just thinking it's an average week. It goes up and we're like okay we're done. Emma is leaving to go skiing in like Bumblefuck okay we're like planning on not you know having a lot of service communication we're done. She's on her way. All of a sudden, James Kennedy Instagrams, and I first see the article. So I have been home all weekend, like I said, consuming nothing else but Tom Sandoval and talking about it at excess. And Emma and I have not spoken about it at all. And another element of that is when I listen back now to our episode from last week where we're just talking about Vanderpump Rules like it's any other week, it is almost eerie to know now how much can change, like not even just in a week, but in a matter of an hour, how our entire world is completely flipped upside down. Like we were so clueless back then. We were young and naive. 96 hours ago, I was a girl and I would say today I am now a woman. (laughs) I also want to mention as, you know, somebody who runs a business that exists on posting about and knowing about pop culture. It is one of the most anxiety producing situations to be in the middle of Vermont with very limited cell service on a ski mountain as the entire Vanderpump Rules cast is exploding. I mean, this was really like, I was in rare form and I was trying so (laughs) desperately to explain to the people that I was with what was going on and it was just too much. So While I hope this episode can be informative for everyone, I also want you to know for both of us, it's going to be a very cathartic experience because we can just sit here with nothing else going on and really dive in deep. If anyone's going to give us something, it's the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Like we always say housewives, you know, everyone is naturally putting it all out there because they have opted in and they're signing up for a reality show. So it's very different than when like normal celebrity gossip comes out because a lot of times their goal is to keep things private, but Bravo is already on a completely different playing field. But the Vanderpump Rules cast specifically, because they've dealt with this shit before. This is some season two shit. And now they have Instagram, they have Instagram stories, they have TikTok, they have Twitter, they have podcasts, they have everything. And if they're going to do one thing, it's handed to all of us on a silver fucking platter. To have this article drop and then within minutes to be getting sort of like responses from people and confirming it's true and them getting all fired up and talking to us like that was such a unique experience and like as sad as I am I am also so grateful because it allows us to really live through it with them and like know what's going on behind the scenes like I felt like I was sitting on Ariana's couch knowing exactly what everyone was talking about what everyone was going through and what they were saying. 
Yes, of course. I mean, here's the thing about these people specifically. They, more than the fans, live for the drama. And they, more than that, live for delivering the drama. So while Lala's sitting there getting her hair done to re-up filming, which we're going to get into because they had stopped filming for season 10 and then the cameras immediately turned right back up when this whole thing went down, Lala is in the chair giving us that in real time. You don't get that with normal celebrities. That's why we're here. I'm feeling energized. If you're ready, I think I'm ready to get into it. Ready as I'll ever be. Okay, so the three key players we're really going to be discussing here are Tom Sandoval, Raquel Levis, and Ariana Maddox. Of course, throughout the episode, we're going to mention various other names, but I have to imagine if you're listening to this, you at least have a baseline understanding of Vanderpump, so we're not going to go through the entire cast. Also, just keep in mind, Tom and Ariana have been dating since 2014, so for the last nine years, they confirmed their relationship during the Vanderpump Season 2 reunion. We're now on Vanderpump Season 10. Also keep in mind, prior to dating Ariana, Sandoval was dating former Vanderpump cast member Kristen Doty for six years, and towards the end of their relationship, he pretty much cheated on her with Ariana. Also prior to any of this, Raquel had been dating fellow cast member James Kennedy for five or so years. They got engaged May of 2021, and none other than Tom Sandoval himself contributed thousands of his own money to help James pull off this proposal. James and Raquel then ended up breaking up and they confirmed their breakup during the season nine reunion when Raquel gave James the ring back. That was filmed December 3rd, 2021. Okay, so we're about to get into the last 96 or so hours, but just a few important dates to keep in the back of your mind for context. April 2022 is when that rumor initially comes out that Raquel apparently was hooking up with Tom Schwartz at Coachella. We then find out Tom Schwartz was not at Coachella, which of course now there's a lot of question marks in our mind. Was that really Sandoval? We'll get into all of that later on. In current day Vanderpump, meaning what we're watching during season 10, that was filmed July of 2022. So Schwartz on Sheena's podcast, The Daily Mail Party, when Raquel comes up to Schwartz at Sandoval's concert and asks if he wants to make out, all of that is happening in around the July timeframe. What we haven't seen yet, but we will see, is Schwartz and Raquel hooking up at Sheena's wedding, which was August 2022. It's all very important context to keep in mind, given that the current rumor, which we're about to discuss, is that the Sandoval and Raquel thing has been going on for roughly seven months, which would date us back to July. Meaning, there is a world in which if Tom Sandoval and Raquel have been hooking up since July, Tom Schwartz and Raquel hooking up in August at Sheena's wedding means that that was happening while her and Sandoval's affair was ongoing. I know it's a lot to wrap your brain around, but I need you to have that in your mind as we go through this timeline. Oh, it's certainly in my mind. We'll get into our theories later too, but just know that that's a possibility. Another thing I want to mention, just important for all of us Bravo watchers to note, is that both Toms were scheduled to leave, I think, this week or next to go film this season of Winter House as full-time cast members. But now, obviously, since all of this is going down, not just for Tom's personal life, I think, does he want to stay back? But Bravo, of course, would rather capture him with Ariana, what's going on, and sort of the whole breakdown of what's going on, you know, in West Hollywood versus shipping him off to a ski house like Emma did to me this weekend where <laughs> he can't be involved and there's no connection and, you know, they can't get the full scoop. So uh, allegedly they're scrambling to find people to replace them. And honestly, I'm just not concerned about that. Also, the Vanderpump reunion for this season is set to tape at the end of this month. So it hasn't taped yet, which is fantastic news. And I think it could potentially break the record for how many parts we've gotten. Like, 
I think we could be seeing our first five-part reunion, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Oh, yeah. This isn't a Robin Juan Dixon situation where it all comes out post-reunion and we're filming a sit-down with Andy. No. We are getting the nitty-gritty during this, and I think they're going to need to have security on staff. I would agree with that. Let's also all just remember to keep ourselves honest here. Up until Friday, the scandal we were all consumed by was Schwartz and Raquel hooking up. That was what we were all talking about. That's what we were seeing on the show. That's what we were seeing play out on social media. Never once was Sandoval and Raquel even remotely mentioned. Like, it's it's not as though this wouldn't have been so crazy if it came out as is. Of course it would have. But what are the odds that this comes out while we are all so hyper-focused on her hooking up with the other Tom? I feel so ignorant. I like it was so innocent back then, you know? I can't even wrap my head around we us obsessing about that. Like I said when I listened to our episode from last week, I'm like this is baby shit compared to what we're about to find out, you know? I don't even care about Schwartz anymore. Like, okay, him and Raquel hooked up like one or two times. She had a crush on him, but technically Katie and him were divorced. Was it the right thing to do? Absolutely not, but this blows that completely out of the water. Like, I don't think we'll ever care about Schwartz and Raquel anymore. It was such a silly plotline just in comparison. Of course, at the time, it felt like the biggest news at the time. Like, it was years ago. It was literally three days ago. It felt like the biggest thing that we could possibly get because that's how it was being served to us, was how mad Katie was. She was going in on Raquel on social media, but for Schwartz, not Sandoval. So now it's pivoted and she's going in 10 times harder for Sandoval than she ever was for Schwartz, I think. No, we are in the big leagues now, which I think is a very seamless transition into the last 96 hours. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready because it's been consuming me. So I know we're all kind of operating at a different skill level when it comes to makeup. Like I have some friends who they do their makeup and it looks like they got it professionally done. I have others who know nothing about any products. And then I would say I'm somewhere in the middle, like by no means am I very skilled, but I think I can hold my own. And in terms of my everyday, I'm just doing mascara, lip gloss, and maybe a little bit of highlighter on my inner corner. So if I'm only using a few products, I need them to be excellent. And I've recently been very into the Thrive Cosmetics mascara, which I'll tell you about in a second, but just in general, a note on the company. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, which I just love knowing that I'm buying from a company that does that. And in terms of their mascara, so it's the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. You guys have seen that. It's the viral turquoise tube. I've saw it all over social media before I ever started using it. And it's a unique formula that creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. It's also super easy to remove. So it slides right off with warm water. It doesn't leave smudges. And the ingredients are really nourishing. So they support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It really just gets the job done. Like you will see what I mean when you try it. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 10% off your first order. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. So I don't know if you guys suffer from allergies, but kind of a new development in my life is that I apparently do. I didn't used to, but in the last few years, I've noticed specifically as the seasons change that I start to have allergies. And to me, there is nothing more uncomfortable than that feeling of nasal congestion. Like you just don't feel like yourself. And I was really looking for something that worked because so much of this stuff doesn't work. And I found Astapro to be really helpful. So I think it could be for you too, if you deal with this kind of stuff. 
So Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray, and it starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray, and Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. By the way, that 30 minutes thing is real, and for me to have relief in 30 minutes is just a game-changer. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Okay. We fast forward now to Friday, March 3rd. Friday, March 3rd at 12.06 p.m. Eastern Time is when all of our worlds were absolutely rocked. Page Six publishes, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Matic call it quits, allegations he cheated with co-star Raquel Levis. I'm going to read you this paragraph for dramatic effect. Quote, Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox are no more, a revelation that is sure to rock the show's cast as he allegedly cheated with co-star Raquel Levis. Show sources tell us Ariana found out about the alleged cheating in the last couple of days and ended things with Tom shortly thereafter. We're told producers got word of what went down and made the decision to fire up the cameras with the entire cast to document the fallout in the coming days. And the hope is they'll be able to get it in the season currently airing. What's interesting, Ariana was with Tom as recently as Wednesday to celebrate the release of his new single and perform with his band. However, sources close to Tom tell us the two have been on the outs for some time now. I need to give you my like mindset when I'm reading this because I saw the article come out and then I see James Kennedy grid post with the caption, hope you all feel sick as I do. This explains everything. And he wrote to a comment, read it and weep. Tom's a fucking creep. That's the first set of anything I see. So I am at this point taking it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, you know, how much shit, rumors, whatever, have we heard about Vanderpump through the days? Like Page Six published it and it's sort of vague. And James Kennedy reposting the article on his grid is no confirmation to me. I- I'm My heart's not racing yet. I'm just like, this is crazy. Like there's just no way. Then someone else comments on James Kennedy's post. These two are the most vile subhumans I've ever met. Lala then writes, I've been telling y'all, everyone said I was a bully. It's called you trigger me and I see you for who you are. I knew these two were disgusting from the jump. Then Ariana's brother, Jeremy, leaves a long paragraph comment on James's post, basically talking about friendship and how the group is so toxic and how Tom is having a midlife crisis. So now I'm not just taking James Kennedy's word for it. I'm taking Lala and Ariana's brother. Then Ariana's Instagram deleted, user not found. Okay, so keep in mind, as this is all going down, the rest of the cast really starts to get involved on social media. Katie's posting clown emojis on her story. Lala's posting the headline and writing, at Raquel Levis, I suggest you get some energy for me. You're going to need it. We then get the news that the cameras have been picked back up for season 10 to continue filming. Kristen Doty posts the first video with Ariana in Ariana's home, boots on the ground. Then this next part is very, very important. Page six posts, 
Tom Sandoval Raquelovis talked, quote, inappropriately for months during the affair. One source tells us the Vanderpump Rules co-stars have been, quote, communicating inappropriately for months and that Levis 28 and Sandoval 39 now, quote, want to be together. A separate insider confirmed to Page Six earlier Friday that Sandoval and his longtime girlfriend, Ariana Maddox, had broken up. The first source now adds that Maddox, 37, was blindsided by the cheating. The insider notes that Maddox feels betrayed by Levis, whom she considered a friend. We're also told that Maddox found out about the cheating allegations Wednesday when she attended her then-boyfriend's show with his cover band, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras, in Los Angeles. Okay, this is so important because we then find out from People Magazine that apparently what happened is at Tom Sandoval's show, his phone fell out of his pocket. Ariana picked up his phone as for him not to step on it. And while on his phone, she found sexual videos of Raquel via the form of a recorded FaceTime between her and Sandoval. Uh, Yeah, that story, there's been a lot of versions of it between people saying that she found the phone after the show on Wednesday, some Reddit post, which we will also get into later. And at also one point, there was a rumor or something going around that Ariana stopped Tom's performance show in the middle of it because she had found this on the phone. There was a TikToker named Riley Hamilton who was at the show and he posted a video saying that Ariana was so happy and vibing the entire show, like post a video of her standing ovation and you just want to like shake her like you don't know what's about to happen. He also says it wasn't until after she went to the bathroom and saw it was on Sandoval's phone, came barging out of the bathroom and was saying something about Tom's phone, which people could sort of overhear, and that they left soon after the performance. So debunking the rumor that she interrupted in the middle, but just confirming that there was some sort of commotion and people overheard her saying stuff about Tom's phone, just not exactly what it was. Keep in mind, while all of this is going down, Tom Sandoval and his band had a show scheduled for that Friday night in Anaheim. And Lala and James are all posting on their story saying, you know, if you're going to this concert, throw tomatoes, scream Team Ariana, like getting everyone really riled up. And the headlines were, you know, Tom Sandoval seen packing his bags amid cheating scandal. This was then kind of debunked when Ariana's friend Meredith was in the house and responded on Twitter saying, FYI, from someone who has been in the house for the last 24 hours, he wasn't packing bags to leave. Those are suitcases of merch that he expects to sell in Anaheim tonight. Which all to say, yes, at this point, the Sandoval Raquel cheating situation has been confirmed. But throughout the process, there's all of these bits of information that proved to be false and actually were dramatized. So we're just trying to include those as we go in to make sure that what you're hearing is really what's happening. Sandoval's band still ends up performing that night. You can hear in the crowd people yelling, Ariana and Cheater. At one point, you hear Sandoval from the stage say, we love her, but it's not entirely clear who he's referring to. That same night, Ariana goes to a different show with Sheena, Lala, other friends. She's very much showing that she's out. And still, on social media, it's blowing up. Everyone is firing on all cylinders. I want to then go back to the Sheena and Raquel from Watch What Happens on Wednesday. Before we get into that, let's talk about what just broke from Radio Andy. Okay, so we're recording this right now, Monday, March 6th. As I'm speaking, it's 11.16 a.m. So Andy is on the radio. So we're just getting little snippets of what he's saying. Truly, he has the same energy of us as that he's shocked. He's finding out everything through social media. He said, Everybody on the younger shows is texting him, wanting to know what's going on. He talked to Jax all weekend, whatever. Something interesting he just said, which we touched on before, is that on Watch What Happens Live, when they were playing the BFF test with Raquel and Sheena, and they asked, who's the hotter Tom? And Sheena said Sandoval, and Raquel also said Sandoval. 
Andy like thought that was something noteworthy, but obviously didn't think that much of it. He says during the commercial break, Sheena turned to Raquel and was like, I picked Sandoval because I thought you would pick Schwartz. And Raquel sort of nonchalantly said, well, Sandoval has abs. So that was sort of like something he remembered and then followed up again with, with Sheena after this all went down. He also noted that a couple weeks ago when Schwartz and Sandoval were on, I think it was for the premiere of Vanderpump Rules, he said there was really odd energy between the two of them and that Schwartz kept looking to Sandoval the entire time for guidance on his answers, like really just wanting to make sure and like feel his energy. Sandoval was being a little bit weird. And you really can pick that up when you look back at clips of it. I mean, there have been other videos, Us Weekly interviews, things like that, where that is sort of the tone. And look, is that completely out of the norm? No. Schwartz like sometimes needs a little help. You know, we know Schwartz, but it was definitely in full swing when you watch those clips back. And it was just, it's interesting to see that Andy also picked up on that. Okay. So as we know, they've, filmed this Watch Robins Live, Sheena and Raquel, on Wednesday. And this is also the same night that Ariana found out about the affair, which was after the Watch What Happens Live had taped. Right. So Saturday is when we get the page six headline, Inside Sheena Shea and Raquel Levis's Heated Confrontation About Tom Sandoval Affair. I'm reading this verbatim because you guys have to hear this. Quote, Sheena Shea got into a, quote, heated confrontation with Raquel Levis over her shocking affair with Tom Sandoval, Page Six has learned. The Vanderpump Rules stars, whose BFF with Sandoval's now ex, Ariana Maddox, learned about the cheating scandal Wednesday night from Levis, with whom she had been on a press tour. After taping Watch What Happens, Sheena and Raquel went out to drinks with friends, a source tells Page Six exclusively on Saturday. Quote, at one point in the night, Sheena lost Raquel and then found her outside of the bar on the phone with Ariana, who Sheena could hear was bawling. The insider notes that Shay, 37, asked Levis, 28, for an explanation about what was happening, which finally prompted her co-star to come clean, while Maddox, also 37, was, quote, still on the phone. A heated confrontation ensued following the revelation, our source says. They went back to the hotel separately and have not seen each other nor spoken since. It's also alleged that Sheena changed her flight so she wasn't on the same flight with Raquel. And Dumois then posted about this heated confrontation, saying that Sheena's friends are worried Raquel will press charges. Then Raquel's sister, Kate, seemingly confirms this physical altercation on Twitter when Charlie Burnett tweets, at the end of the day, no one deserves to feel this gut punch. To say I'm disappointed would be an understatement. And Raquel's sister responds, nor punched in the face. A user replies, no words. The fact that you're defending her is sick right now. And Raquel's sister replies, not defending, just also not condoning physical violence. Whoa. <laughs> so just to recap that last article for a second, what we're hearing is Wednesday after Sheena and Raquel film Watch What Happens. They're out that night. Ariana finds out about the affair, calls Raquel. Raquel goes outside to take the phone call. Sheena walks outside to see what's going on. Raquel confesses the affair to Sheena while she is still on the phone with Ariana. And apparently Sheena gets so pissed that she allegedly pushes Raquel into a wall and punches her in the face. Like, are you guys processing this? No, I'm still not processing. I mean, okay, I have two like fake scenarios just to throw out. Number one, imagine if this had gone down before they filmed Watch What Happens Live or like while this was going on, the article came out while this was going on, or even if it wasn't public, but Sheena knew and had to sit next to Raquel and do all this shit. Like, can you fucking imagine what that would have been like? Like, honestly, lucky for Raquel, I guess, that this happened a couple hours after. I also 
can't stop thinking about like POV. You're sitting at a bar in the West Village. You know, they just finished Watch What Happens Live. They're laughing. They have their glam done. They're getting a dirty martini. They're posting their Instagrams, just having a great night out with whoever they were out with. All of a sudden, Raquel gets a call from Ariana, okay? I don't know if she looks at her phone and her stomach drops, or this has been going on so long that it's normal Ariana calls Raquel. I don't know if they have that kind of relationship, but maybe why wouldn't she text me? What's going on? Did Sandoval give Raquel the heads up? Like, what does that look like? Raquel steps out, is having this conversation. Sheena walks out to say, like, hey, is everything okay? And finds out in that moment, like, maybe Raquel's crying. I I don't know. That is something I'm so curious about. I actually can't even wrap my head around what that experience would have been like. And I also need to know, like, where they were out having drinks because the whole picture in my mind is, like, it's fake. It's a movie. And also, I can't get the back alley of Sir out of my head. And I know that it didn't happen there. Like, I need to know the exact location they were at in the city so that I can, you know, have the proper visual in my head because it, it feels so fake that I can't actually imagine it. But it's real. Like, what is happening is actually real. And I have to tell you, you know, guys, transparently, like we saw that Andy was talking about this on Radio Andy as we were recording. So we paused for a second to hear what he said so that Isabel could say that quote a second ago. And to hear him talk about, you know, the energy between Sheena and Raquel after Raquel answered that Sandoval was the hotter Tom is so eerie now because it is mere hours after that comment was made that Sheena is about to find out. No, it's like actually so scary. So after This all, you know, goes down on Twitter. We're hearing that there was an altercation, whatever. Paparazzi shows photos of Sheena, Kristen, and Katie all arriving at Ariana's house. They're literally all holding huge bottles of wine. And I I saw all these funny tweets that were like, imagine being in their group chat right now. Like, the things I would do to read that are out of control. Out of control. Okay. This is when it really heats up because up until this point, we had not gotten confirmation from either Raquel or Sandoval. We knew that at this point it was pretty much true, but we hadn't gotten official confirmation. Sandoval then takes to Instagram on Saturday night and says, hey, I fully understand and deserve your anger and disappointment towards me, but please leave Schwartz, my friends and family out of the situation. Schwartz specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely did not condone my actions. This was a very personal thing. Also, Schwartz and Sandy's might have my name on it, but there are also three other partners and 20 employees who especially rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families. Just like TomTom, I'm a small part of a much bigger thing. Please direct your anger towards me and not them. They did nothing wrong. I'm so sorry that my partners, Greg, Brett, and Schwartz, and our employees have to suffer for my actions. I will be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees and partners. I need some time to address everything else. Sorry for everything. Katie then shared that on her story and wrote, Where's the mention of hurting Ariana? No apologies to her. And Lala wrote, Sandoval, shut up. Employees abort mission. Where's Ariana's apology in this? It's called narcissism and it's terrifying. Which I just need a moment to like talk about that. It's not that I thought this all wasn't happening up until Sandoval's post. Like at that point, I was pretty sure. By the time Saturday rolled around, this was happening. But there was something about seeing Sandoval confirm it in writing, like writing, I'm sorry, shorts didn't know about all of this, that just rocked me. Like that's when shit got really real. Yeah. And opening Instagram and seeing him post like a notes app paragraph 
of course, I'm expecting to dive in and see, I can't believe I did this. I'm so sorry to Ariana. I disrespected her. The, the, you know, the rumors are true. I'm regretful of my actions, like a classic paragraph. So when I start reading this and it's like a real statement about the business and their words, Raquel and Ariana are not even in it. I wasn't necessarily confused. I was just like, oh my God, this is going to be a long, long winding road. And one of the reasons that he posted this and then Schwartz and Sandys also ended up posting it is that, you know, the Bravo fans, including us, like no one has any chill, but people really took it to the next level, like wanting to get their anger out, wanting to find a way to show support for Ariana, which I have seen in some really great ways. Like there actually are accounts that are selling really cool Ariana merch and donating to a charity that she chose. I'll link it in the description. But another route people decided to choose was going on the Schwartz and Sandy's Yelp business page and writing terrible reviews and giving them one stars and basically writing things like this place is owned by a cheater. The drinks are terrible. The service is terrible. Like don't go here anymore. And Yelp literally flagged the page for unusual activity and wrote, the business recently received increased public attention, which often means people come to this page to post their views on the news. So now it is completely blocked. You cannot leave new comments on Schwartz and Sandy's. And I think that their business partners were obviously freaking out that among so many other things, like they have a lot of money riding on this. Sandoval's mom has a lot of money riding on this. And as we've been watching go down on the show, they have business partners who are really serious and have been worried about Tom and Tom from the jump. So this is like the PR disaster that they write about in the textbooks. Yeah, no, this this is real bad for business. I will say, obviously, I think that Sandoval is a pretty disgusting excuse for a man. I'm not a fan of this Yelp route. Like the, the bartenders at Schwartz and Sandy's did nothing wrong. I don't necessarily think it is the most of productive course. use. Yeah, I, I just want I want to make it clear. Like, I don't think it's the most productive use of, of one's anger. I think, you know, leave those people out. But like, of course, I understand, you know, just the the anger and the frustration you feel towards him and also the protectiveness you feel over Ariana. But like another route, I would say definitely the more desirable. <laughs> I think it was like people who wish that they could go to his show and throw a tomato on the stage, but can't. So you just are trying to figure out a way to really like stick it to him. And I don't know, the Yelp page is not the angle. So then Schwartz and Sandys makes a whole statement They write, in light of recent news, we appreciate the many words of support, but we also understand the outpouring of outrage that's been directed towards our business. However, those of us who are not famous have dedicated our time, hearts, and money to make this restaurant a reality. We too are disappointed by the current situation as Ariana has always been a good friend and a great supporter of the restaurant. We appreciate that you may feel a certain way, but please understand that the livelihoods of others also depend on this business. There are far more people involved in this venture than just Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. Our staff, from the waitresses and bartenders to the cooks and dishwashers, all have had nothing to do with this unfortunate situation. Please take into consideration that posting negative comments affects more than just the individual you may be upset with. Our goal has always been to create a place where our community can come and enjoy a fun atmosphere with good food and friendly service, and we intend to continue to focus on that endeavor. Something that's real ironic is that the Schwartz and Sandys post that I'm assuming was written by Greg and some other professional partners mentions Ariana, but Sandy! 
Voss post. It's like nowhere to be found. No, that is what I was about to say. How is the bar Instagram account <laughs> mentioning Ariana and his isn't? Like, honestly, if I'm Ariana, that could be the thing I'm the most pissed about in this moment. That was absurd. Absurd. Greg was responding to a million comments on this post, you know, basically with the same tone of like, please, like, this is our business. We're not happy. We're pissed about this too, like from a personal and also from a business standpoint. So just something like uh, hilarious about at Schwartz and Sandy's responding to people being like, listen, we're really sorry. Like I'm literally picturing this bar with like a thousand patterns talking to me. Also, as of the time that we're recording this, the last photos we got of Ariana were from Sunday, paparazzi photos of her outside of her house with McDonald's. And you can see she's like flipping off the paparazzi and she's yelling fuck off. Important context there is her friend Thomas that was with her tweeted, sitting next to Ariana on her couch at the moment. And she's asking me to let you know that your photographer cursed and taunted her in her own driveway to get this pic at page six. I was there. That's the back of my head in this photo. It was traumatic and disgustingly abusive. But I just think is important context to note. Not to say she wouldn't have the right to curse them off anyway. I'm sure the paparazzi is the last thing she's trying to deal with at this moment. But in the midst of all of this, you know, the media is still doing the media thing of just like making her life hell for the content. But I I feel up until this moment, we have everything from a chronological order perspective covered. I really now want to get into some of the telltale signs we may have missed, some of the Reddit theories. I'm talking the lightning bolt necklaces, all that shit, because that is what I'm about to consider part two of this episode. Yeah, let's move on to part two. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, New Kids on the Block, Sean Paul, Sum 41, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like, You shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Okay, so now we have all the information of what happened. I don't know about you guys, but I was spinning because have the signs been there? Like looking back, what was going on? Were there Easter eggs? And are there things that maybe now with this knowledge, are a little bit weird. The first thing that everyone was talking about as the glaring sort of like crazy telltale sign was that for Halloween, 
Tom was Raquel. He recreated her BravoCon outfit where she had like the short blonde hair and was wearing the Tom Tom sweatshirt. And there are so much content of the two of them on Halloween. Ariana was there. Ariana was around. Like that is something so, so key important to remember here is that Ariana Raquel have been really good friends and have spent a lot of time with Tom together. Like Raquel was going to his shows with Ariana. They were going to Coachella together without James. Like they were independently all friends. So at the time that things like this are coming back, you know, you're watching these videos and Ariana is sitting there cracking up. But now with this knowledge, it takes on a whole new meaning. Well, I mean, just last week, Sheena and Raquel were on the Chicks in the Office podcast and Raquel was saying how, you know, Ariana has been one of the most supportive to her on the cast. She's always been such a good friend. Like, it's really, really some fucked up shit, to put it bluntly. Yeah. I mean, even in the season trend trailer, I think, like we said, our mindset was so much about Schwartz and Raquel and potentially the tumultuous nature of Sandoval and Ariana's relationship, which is nothing new. Like, maybe they're in an open relationship. She debunked that when the trailer dropped because it sort of painted it that way. But again, even when you watch the trailer for season 10... It shows like little moments of Sandoval and Raquel. Did the editors know? We don't know. I don't think they did. I don't think anybody knew. But they clearly captured these like moments that, again, before this, we never would have thought anything of. Like we thought they were just really good friends. And it's not like I was seeing this crazy chemistry or jealousy. It was literally just the way that their friend group is, which by the way, by nature is sort of this like incestuous group that they've all hooked up with each other and there's so much crossover and they spend so much time together that like you don't really give a second thought to that kind of stuff. No, I mean, in a lot of ways, they kind of had that to their advantage, almost being able to do this under everyone's nose because it was so obvious that it seemed out of the realm of possibility. Also just want to mention, you know, there have been a lot of interviews of Schwartz and Sandoval together where When Schwartz is being pressed about Raquel, if you zone in on Sandoval, which I hadn't once done up until this whole scandal broke, you see he has some very interesting eye reactions and just some very interesting facial expressions that to me are a little bit indicative of a deep discomfort with the conversation. Yeah, one that sticks out to me the most is they're sitting in Schwartz and Sandy's doing an interview for Us Weekly. And the interviewer asked like, what do you think about people calling Raquel a homie hopper or something like that? And Sandoval's eyes like bug out of his head. Like he's looking down like, oh my God, what? But watching that without this knowledge, you're like, oh, he just thinks that's like a crazy comment or like he doesn't know what Schwartz is going to say. But now it's like, oh shit, like are they on to me or what are they talking about? Is that what she's known at? And also like clearly he cares about her. I mean, just every little thing now has a whole different meaning and it's honestly it's so crazy Raquel and Ariana and Tom like are all big festival lovers and in April 2022 Raquel posted like a solo grid shot of the two of them probably because it was just a really good photo of her but of the two of them at Coachella Ariana was there in September 2022 they went to the Life is Beautiful festival and there's photos of Raquel on Sandoval's shoulders that she also included in her 2022 recap, like Reels TikTok video that she posted on Instagram. Just like little things to note that maybe have a different tone when you go back and look at them. Okay. 
we got to get into Reddit now because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take everything we are about to say with a grain of salt. We cannot 100% verify the accuracy of any of this, but it is definitely worth mentioning. And I think that we would be wildly remiss to not include it. Do you agree? Yeah, of course, because I think it gives insight and a lot of it honestly does make sense and adds up and gives context to things that we're so curious about. So there's a Reddit user at She Loves Son who's allegedly friends with Ariana or is close to the situation. And she shared on the Vanderpump Rules thread, quote, I mean, most of it is out. I've known about this for months. And as the episodes kept rolling out, I got more and more nervous for how long this was going to come out. This is what I know for a fact from her. And there's a long bulleted list. Some of those standouts on that bulleted list are one, Ariana has been suspicious for months. Raquel was staying in her and Tom's guest room and once caught Tom leaving the room at 4 a.m. Two, Sandoval and Raquel made out at Coachella. That's where those rumors about shorts came out. So they got him to go along with that narrative. Number three, Tom has been saying he's going to leave Ariana for months. Number four, Raquel and Tom tell each other they love each other. And lastly, which for some reason, this is the thing that really gets me, even though I know it's not necessarily the most significant. I'm sure you guys have seen the photos of both Sandoval and Raquel wearing kind of matching lightning bolt necklaces. And according to Reddit, quote, that is their signal to each other that they love each other. And you can see in photos going all the way back to September that they both wear these necklaces. That logo was also on the Tom Tom sweatshirt. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I think it's having like a tangible representation of this secret that could have been out in the open for all this time feels so eerie to me. Yeah, the lightning bolt necklaces is definitely crazy because you can actually see it in photos and like pinpoint a date when she starts wearing it. The jury's still out if he had had it for a long time before. Maybe he got a matching one for her. I don't know that. The lightning bolt necklace is a huge takeaway, but also this first Reddit post was the first time for me at least that I started to like digest the fact that this wasn't just a sexual thing or that there was potential that there wasn't just a sexual thing. We've seen for years Ariana and Tom struggle with their sex life and communication and being on the same page about that. So I, I guess maybe naively sort of just figured this was a sexual thing. You know, Raquel's sending these sexy videos. Maybe they were sexing. Maybe they were hooking up because him and Ariana were not, or that part of their relationship was lacking, even though everything else seemed to be going relatively well, especially, you know, what we've seen them go through in the past. I didn't know because we also see these previews where Ariana's crying to Lisa saying, this is the hardest summer ever. The rumors about them being in an open relationship. Who knows? I knew it was going to be rocky, but I just figured that the main sort of driver in this was sexual. Maybe that's how it started, but to all of a sudden see whether it's true or not that they like love each other and that they're having these matching necklaces as a sign to show that they love each other and that they actually like care about each other on this level that it's not just a physical cheating storyline like Kristen fucking Jack's on the couch while Sandoval's in the other room. This is like an actual like affair, like a real full-fledged affair. Yeah, which again, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. But on Sunday night, there was another Reddit post by at Burger Sub Princess that said, apparently everything that's been on Reddit so far is true in regard to speculation and things everyone's heard, including the post by Raquel's friend. And in this Reddit thread, a few other things that are mentioned are as follows. This has been going on as a full-blown affair since at least the summer. They would wear full disguises and go out on dates. Then 
the bit about Ariana, which as we know, Ariana found out at Tom's show this week. I said this earlier, but his phone fell out of his pocket and she went to pick it up for him so he didn't step on it or lose it. While she had it, she was scrolling through and found a screen recording of Tom on FaceTime with Raquel. She was doing naughty things to herself. Ariana freaked out. The verdict's still out whether Schwartz knew. It then says Tom and Raquel apparently spent Christmas together in St. Louis. Tom literally feels no remorse and is trying to play victim. He's saying they've been having problems for years and due to Ariana's depression, her grandmother, and then her dog, there was never a good time to end it. Then Tom and Raquel were together today. That was on Sunday. It's unclear if they were filming or not. And then this last one, which like you just got to laugh. Their biggest concern is Coachella. They're both very upset that they can't go this year because they fear they'll get ostracized. They're planning to sell their tickets and go on a trip. (laughs) No, that's my favorite. That one took me the fuck out. That brought me back to planet Earth and honestly gave me a moment of like, are these two people soulmates? Well, that's what I was going to say. Like you have been in a relationship for nine years. It comes out that you have been in a full-fledged affair for the last six months with your co-star and one of your close friends, ex-fiancés. The entire future of your business is at jeopardy and your biggest concern is Coachella. Like honestly, yeah, you guys may be bonded. Yeah, of course, take all these things with a grain of salt, as we said, but I I just feel like there has to be truth buried in this. It's a lot of the same that we're hearing. And to me, what stands out the most, and like, I actually still can't even believe, like we're an hour into recording this and I just can't even still believe that this is real and not just some insane, like fan fiction, crazy scenario that somebody put out there. But just that Tom would do this, that Raquel would do this, that Ariana had to find out and basically the whole rest of the world found out at the same time, like, Something about that is so crazy to me, too, that it's not just like they broke up and then months later we find out why. Also, the this whole idea that I'm not sure why, but that Raquel was staying at their house for some time. Maybe it was like between her breakup with James when she was getting her apartment. I don't know. But that she was literally staying in their guest room and that one of the Reddit said that, you know, at one point Ariana saw Tom coming out of the guest room like at four in the morning and he was just like, oh, I was just getting Raquel water. Just that Ariana, I think, really didn't suspect Raquel would do this or that Tom would do this with Raquel. The whole thing is just, it's nuts. Listen, I know it is impossible to 100% confirm that that is true. The fact that maybe Raquel was staying in their guest room and Sandoval went in, Ariana saw him leaving. He said it was just to get her water. Like, there's no way to say whether or not that factually happened unless you were talking to someone that was in the house at that same time, boots on the ground. However, just the idea of that is one of the most infuriating situations I think I have ever heard in reality television because that's not just an asshole. That's not just a cheater even I'll say a serial cheater, that is a raging narcissist in a serious, serious, deep way. And someone that is only prioritizing their sexual fulfillment and not even for one second, considering the emotional, mental, psychological, literal physical damage they are doing to this person they've claimed to love and has in many ways molded her life around him for the last nine years. Like, I'm sorry. I know for all of us, we are consuming this as drama and entertainment and chaos, and we can't believe it's real. But 
this is Ariana's life. For the last nine years of her life, she has defended this man. She has been the one to stand by him, to ride for him, given the fact that at times the entire world thought he was just the most raging asshole. And yes, I am guilty of it too. Even as early as last week, I was saying the reason that Sandoval gets away with all this kind of shit is because he's fun and he's lively and he's enthusiastic. And all of that can be true, but there is no level of fun-loving, enthusiastic, experience-oriented person that can take away or dilute the seriousness of the harm he is causing another person. And also, for all intents and purposes, they were fully married. They had a house together. They had a book together, which he fucking weaseled his way into. I told Danny Pellegrino we need a volume two without him, but that's besides the point. They like do everything together. They traveled together. She was his biggest supporter. They went through freezing her eggs and they've had so much discussion about starting a family or getting married, not getting married. Like they have been through literally so much together. And it just, it breaks my heart that like it reduced down to him having to wear a disguise and go out on dates with Raquel. Like, and that's how he's going to let it go down after everything they've been through. Right. This is how you're going to do it? Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like so disrespectful that this is how they're going to end to her. There's so many things that have happened over the years that I would have been like, fine. You can't come to an agreement about the having kids. You can't see eye to eye when it comes to business or money. Fine. You maybe, I don't know, don't want the same things in life or you want the open relationship and she doesn't and vice versa. But this, this is just... If anything, I just think Ariana is probably so motherfucking embarrassed. Yeah, and you know what? She, I I really mean this, she has nothing to be embarrassed for. Of course, I understand that's the human reaction, but he is the only one, and Raquel, that should have any form of embarrassment over this type of situation because they are the ones that were deeply humiliated and we and the rest of the world get to see their true colors. I'm sorry, it's, it's inexcusable because, you know, I know something happens when you watch a reality show for all these years and you feel more connected to these people than you are in reality, of course. And it's like, why should you take on other people's battles? Yes. At the same time, though, the same way we've gotten to know Sandoval and Raquel all these years, we've gotten to know Ariana. And you develop just a sense of protectiveness over her or just a sense of care as another woman, at least, you know, and to to watch and to kind of understand, especially you've seen her deal with hard situations in the past, you can imagine how she may be going through it. And I think it's really disgusting. I'm I'm really like disturbed by this. Yeah, same. I mean, going back to also how we as consumers of this are lucky, I think like even, even Dodie being at Ariana's house literally five minutes after this is all going down and Ariana getting in the video and you hear someone screaming, oh my God, there's paparazzi here. And Ariana's like, what? I think Ariana has given permission to all her friends, Lala said this too, to speak about it, give their opinion. You know, she's not saying like, don't say anything, don't talk about it. Like her friend was saying, you know, I've been here for three days and he was taking merch. Her other friend was defending her about the photographer and how how that came to be. Like she is basically giving them full reign to put things out there. I don't know if she's saying go on Reddit, subreddits and give a list, but it also is a great way to anonymously put information out there and if you know something maybe they're not her best friends it's like six degree of separation from her I just feel like a lot of this 
it just got to be true. And I've heard too much about this recording on his phone. What a fucking dumbass that he had that she found. That was probably just a tiny, tiny piece of the puzzle. Like at first, you're like, oh, he found one video on her phone. Obviously, that's not great, but that could be a much smaller scale thing. But then when we got all this context that it was like a date's Christmas cheating affair affair, I just, this it, it kept, the story kept evolving for me up until this point. No, it is really the definition of you could not write this shit. Which, by the way, I want to get into some of the Dumois and what was going on there because, you know, posts have been trickling in. Some old tips that they got are coming out. And there was a tip that came in that said that Raquel is now working with a new PR team that wants to apparently spin the narrative that she's the victim in all of this. The FaceTime sex recording was not consensual, that Tom took advantage of her while she was, quote, vulnerable in life, which... Lala then kind of went off on the stories about her PR strategy, and Raquel has now removed the PR email from her bio. Again, that's as of the time that we're recording this. I'm sure anything could change. Who knows whether or not that's the case. I do think it's worth talking about for a second because I very much could see that being an angle, and it's not going to fly with me at least. Yeah, a lot of people are already projecting and making predictions of what they think will happen from both Tom and Raquel's mouths, like they're going to have to sit down and answer for this. Will they show up at the reunion together? I don't know. But I've seen a lot of theories and just because we've all studied both of them, specifically Sandoval for so many years, already saying he's going to blame it on Ariana, their sex life, her mental health, their, you know, differences in life and opinion and that Raquel gave him something that Ariana couldn't like just all these excuses and that Raquel will take the route of she was vulnerable Tom was there for her like a friend they spent so much time together he paid attention to her she like was in a state of confusion and overwhelmed and blah 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 like that those are going to be angles and I just know not only is anyone on those reunion couches not going to take any of that but the whole world watching is like so overwhelmingly team Ariana to a point where, of course, we want to hear what they're going to say, but it doesn't matter. There's pretty much nothing that they could say that it's even possible to spin this narrative. There was a point also that one of Ariana's friends tweeted that, you know, at this point, Tom was just trying to salvage any little thing that he could. Once it was out there, it was pretty much over for him. Oh, totally. I mean, there's no coming back from this. And to the earlier point about Sandoval's potential defense strategy, you know, all of those points about him being unhappy with Ariana and their sex life and the relationship and feeling stuck and all that, all of that could be true. You have every right to walk away. Yeah, the whole world would say that you're the dumb one for leaving her, but at least you could then leave with some sort of dignity. To go down in this way is entirely indefensible. And I think that it's worth mentioning, even though the jury is real out on whether or not this is true, but I saw a lot of people asking us. There was something that originated on Instagram from a guy by the name of Patrick Summers. This is the same guy that stirred up a lot of the shit between Rinna and Kathy, saying that Rinna hired him, all of that. And he was alleging that Tom was also cheating on Raquel with a girl named Julia and that she was pregnant at one point. He posted alleged DMs between him and Sandoval. Dumois then posted that that was fake news. I know people are really interested in that, but 
on the scale of things, it is probably the least confirmed of all. So it just doesn't make sense to devote really any energy to talking about that when we have absolutely no idea if even a smidgen of that is the truth. Whereas like, at least with the Raquel thing, we know for the most part, this was happening. More could come out. We'll keep you posted. But in this current moment, I'm not saying that it 100% didn't happen, but I am telling you like, we're actively choosing to not devote energy to that. Just because so many people are asking this name Julia is being thrown around, it's important to mention we don't know anything else about it. I don't know if we'll find out anything else about it, but our focus is also Raquel here. Like, he's a cheater. Maybe there's more. I just don't necessarily care if he was also cheating on Raquel. Like, that is just not my main focus right now. Doing your hair has the potential to be such a time-consuming process if you're not using products that really work for you and honestly really work with you. And for me, I'd say generally speaking, my hair is pretty easy to manage, but it does get frizzy. I have a lot of split ends, so I'm always looking for things to manage the frizz. And recently I've been into a new product from Way. It's their anti-frizz cream. So it's a really lightweight cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours and also heat protection up to 450 degrees. So you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. And the thing I really like about it is that it helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching dry hair with intense hydration. So you can feel like it just feels good on your hair. For me, I get out of the shower. I always spray in the leave-in conditioner. I've told you guys about that before, but I love it. A little anti-frizz cream and you're good to go. I also, I mean, I love a lot of things from Way, but I like their detox shampoo. I don't use that every week, maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, but I feel like it gives my hair a really, really good clean. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code CELEBS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code CELEBS. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. I know Andy said this on Radio Andy, and I know we kind of briefly talked about it, but honestly, and I know this doesn't seem that significant, the thing I think I'm the most interested in this current moment is when Schwartz knew. I have to know that because if it's true that this affair has been going on for seven months, roughly, even if we want to say six, that dates us to around July or August of Sandoval and Raquel hooking up for the first time. We also know that Schwartz and Raquel confirmed hooked up for the first time in August at Sheena's wedding. So something's got to give here. Like what was going on? Is this a cover-up as a lot of people are speculating? Did Schwartz not know? Did Sandoval actually not hook up with Raquel until immediately after Schwartz hooked up with Raquel? Like the July-August timeline of it all is so fucking interesting to me because especially going back to the Coachella rumor, which was April, and we find out, you know, Schwartz wasn't even at Coachella. And now people are thinking, was it Sandoval? How does that fit in? Like, I don't know why, but what I just about Peter? care. What about Peter? Right. Like, I, but I just care so much about when Schwartz found out about this. For some reason, like that information is so fucking valuable to me. I guess because we know when Ariana found out and that's out of the way, 
the most important, like honestly, maybe even equal with Ariana at this point or close to it is Schwartz. I need to know when he found out, how he found out, if Sandoval told him, if he found out some other sneaky way, if he's been concealing it, if so, for how long? And also where him and Raquel play into this, because a lot of people are like, was Schwartz covering for Sandoval this whole time? My personal opinion is, look, I think he definitely in the last maybe month or two when the show has been airing and the press cycle has been going on, like Andy was saying on Watch What Happens Live or like that Us Weekly interview that we spoke about, he was leaning into like the plot line of the show. And in doing so, he was sort of keeping that at the forefront of everyone's mind, which in turn puts you know any sort of speculation of Sandoval on the back burner, not even that it existed. I just don't see a scenario in which Sandoval goes to Schwartz and is like, listen, we got to make sure this is kept a secret. Like, can you and Raquel have this whole fake relationship and this interest in her and this crush and that Schwartz would do it? Maybe he'd do shit like that, but I don't think he's willing to take all the shit he's taken from Katie and everybody else and creating this like really negative space between him and Katie, which he always is like so worried about and walks on eggshells with and is always just trying to have a positive view of Katie and relationship with her. Like he always wants to impress Katie and be on good terms with her. I don't think he's willing to stick his neck out for the sake of Sandoval cheating on Ariana to create this whole plan and concoct this crush and relationship with Raquel. I think that sort of happened naturally. Raquel was sort of making her way through the group, which like, by the way, she's not the first person to do that. And then somewhere along the way, this Sandoval thing started happening. They got closer than friends. It was really secret behind the scenes. And The Schwartz-Raquel thing was pretty short-lived. We've been honing in on it because it's interesting and was the most interesting thing that was going on on the cast, but it's not necessarily like they were in a loving, long relationship. It was like they hooked up maybe once, maybe twice. They had this fun flirtation, and then it was over. So it left a lot of room for Sandoval to kind of come in there, and at some point, it wasn't like Schwartz and Raquel were in this full-fledged affair in the way that Sandoval and her are now. No, and and that's what I'm saying. I think, and again, who the fuck knows, but if you're asking me what I think, knowing that we know for a fact Schwartz and Raquel hooked up at Sheena's wedding, which was in August, I would be really surprised if her and Sandoval had been hooking up in July, as is being alleged. Because you have to look at it, and I know at this point, like, we're getting into real fucked up territory, but just for a second, consider it from Raquel's perspective. If she started this affair with Sandoval and then started to develop these feelings... How would it have really progressed if she then is making it a whole point to initiate this romantic relationship with Schwartz? Like, it would almost be a roadblock in her connection with Sandoval, which is why I think the Schwartz makeout really did happen authentically. It happens at Sheena's wedding, August. And I think we're talking like August, September is when her and Sandoval really started. I think that's what I believe because I, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around if you're Raquel why you're starting with Sandoval, going to Schwartz, then going back to Sandoval. Honestly, not that Sandoval would care. Like, I don't think it's the kind of thing where Sandoval wouldn't be down just because Schwartz got with her. Like, that's that's neither here nor there with this group. I just think that if you're Raquel, that's not the way that you're going to play it. So I kind of think the Sandoval thing was a a post-Schwartz situation. And by the way, I agree with you that like, yeah, Schwartz is down to take some shit. Not this type of shit. I definitely do not think he knew about this until the last few months. 
Yeah, I just think there's no way that it was like this whole plan that they sat down and concocted and like, look, <laughs> let's be honest here. Sandoval, Schwartz and Raquel is not exactly a team that I think is going to pull off like this entire staged coup and get away with it for six months. You know, like there had to have been a lot going on behind the scenes and a lot of information that one of the three of them didn't know. I also think that because the Schwartz and Raquel thing was such like a little blip like I said, short-lived flirtation, make out, nothing more than that. When Raquel and Sandoval, in my imagination, started flirting and then really getting into this like, quote, relationship, he didn't really care about the Schwartz make out. Like he knew the genesis of it. He knew how it happened. He knew that both of them like had these cutesy feelings, but it was nothing super deep. And if him and Raquel were really like going there, it was like completely off his radar at that point. So I don't know. I mean, that is like one of the top questions on my mind. Lisa Vanderpump is appearing solo on Watch What Happens Live this Wednesday. And I don't know if she's going to have answers. I can only assume that she'll have talked to some of them, especially Ariana. I don't know if in a full capacity or what news that they're giving her to break. But I think her and Andy are just going to sit down and talk about it exactly like you and I are like, holy shit, what the fuck? Did you ever have any idea? And what does this mean now? Andy tweeted, how many parts is too many parts for the pump rules reunion? And Lisa wrote, um, one, I'm not sure my heart is up to it. And Andy said, you have time to get a pacemaker because I need you. Oh, and amen to that. I mean, we need her. We need this reunion as you said earlier, to break the record for parts of a reunion in a Bravo show. This is like a giant fucking deal. This is the type of thing where if someone was making fun of any of us for being this interested and invested, I would actually be making fun of the person making fun of us. Because if you don't get it and you don't get why that this is that big of a deal, that's on you. I can't help yeah, you at that I'm point. I'm sorry. Like there, no. are, there are two types of people in this world, the people that are in deep on this shit and the people that aren't. And if you're not, I respect it for you, but don't be judging me for being invested. This is really a Chloe, Tristan, Jordan Wood situation we have on our hands. Like oh, yeah. everyone is up in arms in a way and talking about and freaking out in pretty much the exact same way. I almost argue that it's like, more because we've literally lived it with them like yeah we've seen chloe and tristan's relationship like surface level on the show maybe for a couple seasons before that happened but like we have literally been in the trenches inside their west hollywood apartment while ariana and tom have had every discussion big discussion about their relationship we've seen them go through highs lows years of this we've seen raquel come on the scene we see exactly how she fits in the friend group so many interactions like like, I don't know. It just feels like completely different. And I just can't believe it. And I also can't believe, as Andy said on the radio today, that Jax and Brittany are the last ones standing in the valley. Life comes at you fast for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I, I'm. I, my head is just exploding. And I also know that, like, of course, we will drop this episode and 20 minutes later, something else will come out. Of which- course. Ariana is going to probably do like sit down with Oprah and it's going to go live on Instagram. But what can you do? We're doing the best that we can. We are trying to keep you up to date as much as possible. I just want you guys to know that if you are feeling this in a way that you're almost asking yourself, is this normal? The answer is maybe no, but that's okay because we're feeling it in the exact same way. And if you could have experienced my blood pressure when I was on this mountain in Vermont with no cell (laughs) service, only getting the bits and pieces Isabel sending me as I'm skiing down, it was really one for the books. 
Yeah. A lot of you guys submitted just the funniest shit in our question box on Instagram about this episode, a lot of which we covered. One thing that came out, you know, once there's a conversation, everyone has an outlet to chime in. Someone posted a TikTok showing Raquel in her yearbook and that her real name is Rachel. I don't know the truth behind that, but if you also see everyone referring to Raquel as Rachel in the same way that people will refer to Jax as Jason, maybe Ilaria Baldwin as Hillary, it's all sort of in that vein, and that's where the origin of that comes. Is Sandoval having a midlife crisis? A lot of people are talking about that. I obviously don't know the answer, but it is definitely something to consider. Yeah, well, that's obvious. We knew that way before the Raquel affair. And- The last thing I want to talk about is like, where does the show go from here? Obviously not, you know, given that they're going to film. And of course, I think this secures a couple more seasons if they're all willing to return. Now we are all completely activated as if this season wasn't already like, holy shit, we're back. We kept saying that like, this is the good old days of Vanderpump. No, no, no. This is the good old days of Vanderpump. I hope that they'll all want to return. But even just thinking about like now, how do we view the rest of this season? Like, I don't know what it will look like for you and I to come on here every week and like recap the episodes. I guess it'll be interesting. We'll see how we get to the Schwartz and Raquel makeout. We'll see how their interactions go, but we are viewing it now from a completely different lens. Like I think our discussions now will all be from the lens of like what's going on with Tom, Ariana and Raquel and how it plays into what we're seeing on the show. Because in a way, Although they're putting it all out there, like there's also a a big secret and an elephant in the room as we watch these episodes. So I don't know what the viewing experience of the rest of the season will look like and what it will be like or if the editors will go in and put more things in or put Easter eggs in or change it or add more from this week and take out some of the old shit. I just don't know. Well, the irony is that in last week's episode, the conversation between Katie and Raquel about Raquel admitting that, yes, she did point blank ask Schwartz if he wanted to make out is a conversation that they're having with Ariana there. And previously, our viewing experience last week was like Ariana was kind of a bystander to all of this. Meanwhile, the reality is that Ariana is the one that's going to be having this conversation with Raquel and Katie's actually <laughs> the bystander on all of this. Like, and by the way, sorry, I, I have another thing that I'd like to mention. Wait, you just, it makes me think of the TikTok sound that they pulled from Kyle Richards. Like, we we're all so happy that day. We couldn't imagine how bad things truly would get. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's them setting up that lunch. Yeah, no, f- actually. And I think my thing is two weeks ago, we went really hard on Raquel and Schwartz. And last week we came on you know, reading some conflicting opinions and wanting to acknowledge them and saying like, yeah, technically does Raquel owe anything to Katie? No, maybe she doesn't. And really trying to consider. And you know what? This is a lesson in trust your gut because my gut has always been, no, technically Raquel doesn't owe it to Katie, but like who does that? And I stand by the who does that. And clearly this just really cements that belief. So I hear you if you were rooting for Raquel, but I'm reverting back to my stance that I had always been more firm in, which is like, no one that's truly a girl's girl pulls this shit in terms of the Schwartz thing. Yeah, maybe her and Katie weren't the best of friends, but was it all worth that for one makeout just because you thought it was cute? The way I feel about this stuff is like, let's just say for one second, Raquel and Tom Sandoval are soulmates. They are going to be together now for another 10 years. They're going to get married. They're going to have kids, like all that stuff that Sandoval had maybe wanted, wasn't sure. Ariana, they'd gone back and forth, whatever. If you think it's like actually the love of your life, I I, I can maybe understand. 
So it's like, okay, you did all that to make out with Schwartz. But now you think that you guys could maybe be like together, like actually have something that's been going on for months and you're not going to break up with Ariana. I just don't understand the disconnect. Like, I don't understand how one is possible while the other is not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like it's all so not worth it. But like, if you actually do think it's worth it, then Sandoval needs to fucking break up with Ariana. Like, he's such a little, ugh, like he's too scared. He's so I can't. I just can't. And like, I know it's going to be excuses like, well, this happened and then this happened and then the restaurant and there was never a good time. Like, what do you mean there's never a good time? Like, there's this is what now this is the good time. This is the way to go about it. You have literally blown her life up. Like people who had never heard the name Ariana Maddox until yesterday. Now it's all they can think about and see. So it's just taken it to a whole other level. And also, oh, wait, and one more thing I want to say is that a part of the show that we forgot about is that Raquel hooks up with Garcelle's son, Oliver, and that they had like a mini scandal a couple of months ago in September where Oliver's wife, potentially ex-wife, it's very unclear the status of their relationship, came out and said that Oliver had cheated on her with Raquel. It was a whole storyline for the show. They make out, they go on a date, and we are going to see that also play out on the show, which like... I don't know the deal there, but if I'm Raquel, I'm like, holy shit. Now in real time, everyone is looking at me this way. But then also my entire plot on this season of the show is about me hooking up with other women's men. And none of them are even Sandoval. That's what I was about to say. How are we discussing an entire season with multiple kind of affairs and none of them are Sandoval? Like, you're right. You're right. This doesn't look great. But you're right. Like, this will change our entire, not just our, all of our viewing experiences. Because previously, maybe we would have thought, oh yeah, we want to clock into any eye contact between Schwartz and Raquel, any sign of Sheena and Schwartz being in on it. No, all we want now is Sandoval and Raquel. You know, there may be a main scene of, let's say, Katie and Ariana talking and somewhere in the background, you can see Raquel and Sandoval. We would have never zoned in on that. We are now going to be eagle-eyed. I also think it's important just to mention the Oliver thing because I think her response to it was interesting. You know, it was like almost a peek into her brain and also kind of supports everyone's theories of how she's going to react and maybe the PR strategy that she had for this. She told Paid Six at BravoCon that she was misled. I would like to clarify that I did not know when we hung out in the beginning of September that Oliver had a wife. He misled me. I was in Vegas this year just trying to have a good time being single, and we didn't hook up either, by the way. Just wanted to clarify, even though I think we see the make out on the show. I was getting ready to go on a date with him when I found out he had a wife, so it completely changed the dynamic of the day and mindset going into that. And added that Samantha was right in calling out Oliver on Instagram and that his behavior was unacceptable. It was a stressful day, stressful two days afterwards. Like, oh, I'm sure it's stressful for you, Raquel. I can't. I like. I really can't. I listen. I, I wish nothing bad on her or Sandoval. Obviously, they are people that like did not commit you know to terrible crimes. It's just like a really disgusting display of behavior, and I just feel for Ariana. Truly, like I'm with her, and I know we all are. And holy shit, I feel a million times better after talking about this to you. Oh my god, I feel like a ten pound weight was just taken off my chest. I know, guys. This is just. This is so, so crazy, but I will say this is why we do what we do. And also, like, 
this is why we commit to these shows for so long. You know, they continue to give to us and being in these people's lives. Like, I don't know, something about Vanderpump Rules is like, we have been there. We've seen it. We understand how iconic this all is. We understand how layered this all is. Like, you can't just say to someone, oh, this one guy cheated on his basically wife with one of her friends. Like, that diminishes it to such a small thing where you just can't, like, go back and explain 10 years of context, you know? No, like, I, oh it's, God. like, such a niche thing that you have to either get it you get, or you don't. No, it is so true. And my final thing that I'm going to say on all this, Summer House could never. And I say that as a diehard Summer House viewer since season one. But <sighs> in on their best day, they could never deliver this. I don't think anybody could ever deliver this. I don't. I, I really, truly don't. I think that you will never be able to curate a cast in the way that Vanderpump. And it's, it's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and in a volt necklace. <laughs> Yep, and in a lightning bolt necklace. <laughs> oh, okay, you guys. I I know more shit is gonna come out. We're gonna try to get this episode edited and up as quickly as possible. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for being on this ride with us. And we will keep you as posted as physically possible. I also just want to say thank you because our DMs have been absolutely lit for the last weekend. Like I've had so much fun. Just everyone freaking out, reading everyone's hot takes, sending me things, like responding to everything. It's been so much fun. I felt like I was just in a big text with people who care as much as I do. And it was amazing. So keep your questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, reactions, everything coming to us because it's been an absolute joy. And I know this is not the last you will hear about this. It's going to be it's going to be a long, 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 long time of discussing this. Yeah, we got a lot in front of us, but we love you guys and we'll be back very soon. Let's talk about baby making for a second, because it's really not as simple as it's made out to be, meaning there's just factually a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And kind of, you know, for many of us, we spend our lives trying to prevent unwanted pregnancy that when you do want to conceive, there's almost a lack of understanding and resources, which is why I want to introduce you to Free to Fertility. Free to Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from egg and sperm health to ovulation tracking to conception aid. And basically what Frida is doing is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. And their products are innovative, easy to use, accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. They're kind of revolutionizing the conception aid game with the at-home insemination kit, which is almost, you can think of it as like a modern, effective solution to the turkey baster. This is baby making simplified. Find Free to Fertility on Amazon, Target, and select CVS near you.